Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talk it! Talk it! Talk it! Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to a Yellow Army podcast on the brink of an FA Trophy trip to Hereford. Uh, with dogs. With dogs. We have dogs. Now, I don't think there's going to be any barking, but this big dog... is <laughs> doing we, a lot of bumping boring, into things. Bumps into things, so you'll hear the odd collision now and then. He just walks around and around. He's got a uh, pink dinosaur in his mouth. <laughs> yes, yeah. You've painted the picture there. I know. And uh, off he goes. And the little <laughs> one is on his best behaviour and has promised not to bark. Although okay. if the postman come, Hayden, I'm sorry, we might wake you up. <laughs> Um, we have much to discuss as ever. It was a really disappointing game on Saturday. Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, the two people with Eastbourne. Getting back to 2 1, I didn't feel like they were going to give it away again. And, and, and they haven't done that too many times no. this season once they've been in. Once they've been in, in the lead, you know, when, when they've lost, it's. it's and they've it, been losing for most of the game, but. It's just and giving it, up those two points so it easily. Looked offside to me. It, well, it uh, was offside. I, yeah. I know that there is there is two schools of thought on that, and you can't really tell from the video because um, he starts to run out of shot, kind of thing, doesn't he? He does. But um, I shouted offside at the time. Yeah, I, um, we all thought he was. Yeah, offside. Everybody yeah. thought he was offside. I mean, the, one of the main reasons I shouted offside, you didn't know he was going to go on and score, and he got lucky with it as well because he didn't really strike it very well. Um, was the um, Eastbourne website chap celebrated both of their goals far too vigorously. <laughs> I don't like that on the press it bench. It shouldn't you be can't. happening on the press bench. No. So uh, as soon as he did that with the first goal, of course, then I... I you bristled I, after that, I, I bristle yeah. and uh, and then I celebrate our goals. And so 
just imagine his uh, celebration of the, the equaliser. I imagine it just escalates yeah. from there it's on. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. one one man up and ship. It should be just a polite round of applause. It should well, be. Well played, yeah, 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 yeah. Well played. Yeah, yeah. it's so, press box for goodness sake. Good lord. Anyway, but uh, there we go. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll also talk about the trip to Hereford in the FA Trophy uh-huh. on Saturday, which yeah. should be great. We've got to talk about a, a, a player who played for both teams. We'll talk about an interesting signing that Hereford have made this week, mm-hmm. which I had a look at, and that got me to thinking about a, a bit of nostalgia, which is oh. what we always do best. Good stuff. Uh, we'll talk about Brixham's big game in the FA Vars as well. We've got a, a few bits and pieces from the lower leagues, which Julian's been fishing out for us, including, are you aware of the number nine derby? No. I'll tell you about the number nine okay. derby a little bit later on. Okay. But we've been at the press conference this morning. We've been up at the South Devon College. Yeah, uh, pretty player. good atmosphere up there. Yeah, players. despite the the result. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Uh, players just starting to uh, to arrive for training, um, and well, it, good chat. So uh, yeah. have a listen to what Gary says, and we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. So, Gaff, we're a few days on since the uh, game hours. We've obviously had a chance to digest things. Eastbourne match. Has your opinion changed of things at all since then? Um, no, I think what I said at the end of the game, you know, was that we were disappointed to, of course, draw the game in the end and just pick up the one point. And it was two points lost because we got ourselves in a good position um, in 2-1 up and everything was uh, going well. You know, it was a good atmosphere and the lads were working hard. I mean, we it was probably the most, uh, well, it wasn't probably, it was the most we've run, as in sprints, high-speed runs, uh, total distance since I've been in. Um, the problem, the reason why that was, is was because we worked hard to win the ball, and then we gave the ball back, and then we had to work hard again to get the ball back. You know, we want to get most of our high-speed runs, sprints, when we're in possession of the ball. <clears throat> so we've got to do a lot more, we've got to do a lot better in retaining possession than we did um, the last game. So, uh, yeah, we've been, we work on it every day. You know, it's our, it's our game. And, uh, you know, Brett uh, had somebody uh, marking him. So, you know, it was one that it's taught him a lesson that you have to, you know, he's had a great season, but he's, you, you have to lose people sometimes. You have to, um, but, for whatever reason, and we didn't we didn't get our game going for long enough, and uh, and hopefully we can get that back very quick. You mentioned Brett there; he's just he seems to be having his own goal of the season competition at the moment, and it shows the respect that he's held in by the uh, other teams in the division. That you know he's now a key point and player in this side, and like I said, he's he's trying to be marked out again now. Yeah, well, it's up to other players to <coughs> step up to the plate so that they have to worry about not you know, just one or two players, they have to worry about 11 players, you know, 10 outfield players. And really, when, when we're going well, that's, that's what happens because then everybody interchanges, um, everybody's uh, you know, full of confidence. We, we've got to fight through this little patch like we did just before we got the four wins on the trot. Um, and a couple of results have gone for us and a couple haven't gone for us. Um, we've got to be careful about looking at the league table too deeply, other than 
we're going to be games behind because again Saturday we play Hereford in the FA Trophy so we would miss what would normally be for all the other teams that are not in the trophy they're playing another game so we'll be one, two, three games in hand of a lot of the teams a lot of the teams behind us have have played two games more um, and certainly some of the teams above us are the same they've all played more games than us now that's not points in the bag it's just games in the bag but if we do have a good run in the FA Trophy then we're going to be more games behind Uh, so we're going to need to probably try very hard to to get a a bigger squad Um, look forward to getting the injured lads back to create that bigger squad Um, they're all narrowly getting closer um, but uh, you know they, they can only be ready when they're ready. A, a lot of them had seen specialists this week, and um, there is sort of a, uh, a definitive day that they all—not day, but <coughs> they've all got games where they're striving for. Um, a couple of them are in, in, in after this uh, game against Hereford. Um, there's a couple, two or three that will be back, we think. And then uh, beyond that, we play Chippenham and I think some may be back for the Worthing game. So that's what we're trying to... Uh, yeah, that, that's the, the words of the specialist for each individual. So we're, just, we're hoping to get another seven, eight players back into first team Saturday, this Saturday, or Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Football. I guess the other thing that you've always got to guard against Gaffer is bringing back players too early. It was good to see uh, Ace Hall back in action, even if it was brief cameo last Saturday. Yeah, um, again, it's a, a matter of confidence. You know, if somebody's been out for a long time or it's a, uh, an injury that they might have had before, um, they, they've got to grow in confidence that it's not going to break down again and be another 10 weeks or something. <clears throat> especially the ones that have been out, you know, Asia hasn't been out that long, um, but some of them have been out quite a few weeks. So we've got to just make sure that um, before we put them in, they're confident to jump their highest, run their fastest, challenge, tackle, interceptions, um, without thinking about their injury that they just had. So that's, that's the mental state we've got to get them into, that they're not even thinking about that. Uh, the previous injury. It's probably too simplistic to say that during the five-win game-winning run, the team started more often than not strongest. It's tailed off a little bit, and obviously the results likewise. But it's important to remember, obviously, there's two teams that are both trying to start well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And if you don't start well, the reaction that you want is probably similar to the result that that, that you had on Saturday, where your team actually came back from goal behind mm-hmm. to lead. Yeah, we 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 just. <laughs> You know, we, we needed to create a few more opportunities than we did and, then, and that's why we say that you, we, we, couldn't, we mustn't give the ball away as many times as we did. Um, when we reviewed the game, that was the highlight of what we was highlight, more of the low light. Um, in the chat that we have with the lads, we always have a review. Some of them were, most of them were disappointed in their own games. I think what you got with this group of lads is not one of them not trying. Uh, there's not one of them that's a problem in the dressing room. There's not one of them that's disliked by the other members. Um, 
And so I think we we take it uh, we, we take it badly because we're all trying to do well for each other, and we are a close unit. And you know, I can be in somebody's uh, face and, and be saying you're not doing enough, um, and they know I'm doing it for the right reasons for for them, basically, and obviously for our football club. And they all do get disappointed. I know you asked me a question last week, but they all do get really disappointed and feel that we've let the fans that we all do, I do, Danzy does, the, the squad do, the directors do, you know, you, <coughs> but you feel that you've let the supporters down sometimes. And we work really hard to try and, um, you know, get a, uh, a run of games where you can be back where we were previously, which was at least second. And, uh, and that's what we're, you know, we're all working very hard to do, but it's a, it's a very strong dressing room as far as uh, passion for this football club is concerned. So then you've got a chance. You've got a chance to fight through it, and that's what you've got to do to fight through it. So a different competition this weekend, and of course it is a competition that you've won before with uh, Yeovil Town. Obviously at the season, I'm sure that everybody's priority was to win promotion gathers league, but where does the FA Trophy sit in your list of priorities at the start of the season? Mm. It's the highest one at the moment because that's our next, our next game. I'm sorry that I always say that, but that's, uh, that is the uh, answer to it. Um, <clears throat> and you want to you want to go into every, every game wanting to win it, whoever it is, because breeds good habits. You know, we, we were disappointed with the result uh, last game, and so we want to take that out of, our, out of our minds and win the next one because every time you lose one. You, 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 know, you have to work even harder if you can um, to to start a run of wins, or you need people you know, coming back so that you can leave someone out and might be a bit tired. He's worked very hard, but you go have a rest, be ready for next Saturday. If it's it, it, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, and he might some might have to miss a Tuesday, but we can't. We haven't got that uh, those numbers yet, and. Um, like everything else, we've been out there, these are not excuses, we've been out there and um, we've had uh, you know, people that we've chased, people that we've got very close to, um, but you know, we, we're, we're competing with uh, a lot of teams, not just at this level, teams that, if you want to get back to the National League and into the Football League, you've got to find National League and Football League players. Um, now, you know, sometimes they, they want to come, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes their agents don't want to come. Their wives don't meet. You know, so this, but we uh, we're hoping to make a you know a couple of signings in the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, if not before. So um, you, know, you get to a certain stage where something happens and it goes through. Sometimes it doesn't go through uh, for for whatever reason. So, but we you know we we've, we've probably speaking to tens of players as opposed to one or two and because you have to have that that many people so that you know obviously things a lot of them keep their options open to see what's happening through January you know and they don't jump in with the first people that uh, ask if they're interested in joining us but uh, there will be I keep nodding because we've got our injury list behind us and our players but you know, if I could make those seven, eight signings up there, <laughs> it 
Okay, um, and they're ours. If we, could, you know, then, you know, there's eight great signings there uh, that we we can make, and we've got to be aware of because we can't fill the squad um, just for numbers. Uh, they've got to be better than that group up there because they're coming back. And finally, Gaff, looking at the opponents on Saturday, a little bit unusual because you're playing a fellow side at the same level, um, but obviously because of the geographical split at uh, National League, National, National League South and North. Um, not a team that we would have played this season. What do you know about Harrow? Well, I'm sure they'll know as much about us as we know about them. You know, we, we've all got Y Scout and we all can watch the games and dissect it and pause it and move it on again, you know. So, um, you have to know the opposition's strengths. Obviously, you need to look for their weaknesses as well, as they will do with us. You do your preparation, uh, you do all your tactics, uh, your own. If certain players for them, who are their danger players, you know, what we've got to look for. But let's make us the danger players for them. And, uh, and then, you, you, if you get your own game out, then that will bring out the opposition's deficiency. Um, but everybody thinks like that, and it's the North and South has got very uh, professional nowadays. And uh, there's some good managers about, very good managers. Um, and so we, uh, and you know, tactically, your players have to go out there and perform what they've been doing all week. And uh, they're tough. Tough game, they're doing okay, they're doing well, they lost their last game, I think they've lost a couple of players through um, uh, sending off and, a, and an injury, but um, yeah, not as much as us. Uh, but we're looking forward to it, it's a nice little stadium, been there many times and uh, it'll be a good one to win because to get into the last 16 for either team um, will be, you know, you, you start looking at the FA Trophy very differently once you start getting into the, not differently, but you start, you, you realise you've only got a couple of games before you get to the, the final. With the eight players injured that you were talking about, uh, in the last round you turned to some of the youth team to um, play, I was going to say make up the numbers, but that's the wrong way of putting it, they were really part of the team. I wouldn't expect you to name a team on a Thursday because you, know, you wouldn't do it, but have the young players been involved again this week? Um, yeah, they, they, they have, and uh, you know they was involved last week. A couple of them, one of them was Thomas yeah, on, yeah. on the bench. Um, the difference with the league and the trophy is that you can have seven subs in the trophy. Um, chance would be a fine thing, uh, but anyway, it gives you a great opportunity to involve the lads and get um, the young lads from our youth team that have been doing well. It gives them an incentive. For the youth team manager, uh, Kevin Wills, to um, tell us who's been doing well, you know, who's looking dangerous, who's ready, who's not ready. Um, and they then know that actually there is a bit of a route <coughs> to the first team if they're good enough. And so we do it in stages. Kev will recommend players to us, we then bring them in, have a look at the training, etc. Decide which ones we're going to put on the bench, depending on what positions we need. And then, uh, given that experience of being around the dressing room, hearing me and Downsy at half time, uh, before the game, at half time, and after the game, 
So it doesn't come as a shock or they're not apprehensive when they do get their chance, if and when they're ready. So, uh, you know, we've, we've done it with a few lads and some have, you know, come through and done all right and some haven't quite made that, made that step. Well, these lads, you know, will get their opportunity to, to take that route and yeah. if they're good enough, they'll come through in the end. When they were warming up before the game on Saturday down in front of the Popside, you could see Thomas get a real lift when he heard his name read out. I mean, it's you know, it's a big thing for these guys. Well, he jump up in the air, <laughs> almost. Did he? Very near. Very near. But um, you know, it's a big thing for these lads, isn't it, exactly. to be involved with the uh, the first team? It is, and it's a, a big, no, great news for the families. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, they, all us dads always think our sons are the best players in the world, and sometimes it's somebody else's. You know, it's moving your um, your son, their son up the progress ladder. They realise that you think that too that they are going to be players. And um, yeah, he's the, the the thing is, is not to get too ambitious, not ambitious, but too uh, upset if you don't play or you, you just enjoy the experience. Yeah. Um, you know, we we've done it with Callum, Callum Thomas, and. Uh, you know, we were going to loan him out, that might have been his next move, but he's done so well, and obviously with our numbers, but it's because he's done well, not because of the numbers, that we trust him. We trust him now, so, you know, he's a, he's a bloke now, he, he trains like a bloke, and he's, whenever we've needed him, he's come in and, and done very well. So uh, that's the route, and he's managed to take that step and uh, become a man overnight almost, you know, so that's... What we got to do. Didn't you say in your piece, Lee Sharp? It was a long time between Lee Eight Sharp's first appearance. Between his first appearance and his second. Eight months? Yes, Is it really? Yeah. 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 There's a precedent, isn't there? And they've just got to be patient. And yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Because it is. I know sometimes it doesn't look like it, but uh, you've got some very experienced players in this league. And, you know, people talk about part time players. They're not part-time, yeah. they call it hybrid and you know, they'll train two or three times a week, most of them. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, but it's, the, it's, it's obviously, um, they probably, a lot of them, uh, will be earning good money at their jobs, also getting money from their clubs. And so, you know, it's very difficult to take somebody out of that sometimes, who's got a family and having to look after them and a mortgage and, kids and things like that, um, to entice them to take, you know, especially if they're in a good job, you know, and you'll find that the, uh, the finances of a, of a good job and uh, a football salary is, uh, is very difficult to, to beat. You know. Having said that, um, you know, our club, and we do, I don't say things like our club has made some very very good offers to certain people that we've had over since i've been here and um if they do come back into the game these people then they want they want to come back into the game at a league level yeah. you know that's rather than conference south at this moment in time so we we've got to work very hard to get a back into the national league and then uh you know, fight our way into the football league. That's the that's the aim. That's the club's aim. That's our aim. That's the players' aim. You know, obviously, we won't have the, exactly the same group um, as we had 
uh, you know, the next year or the next year after that, because things are going to change like they like they have done. You know, if we could, uh, we could have kept all our players that have that have left. You'd have picked a, We can pick a very good team out of that, and uh, other teams have um, you know, gained from our work, if you like. So, but as I say, we try very hard to keep them, but it's just the nature of the game. So a good chat with Gary. Yeah, um, interesting. Some interesting yeah. things he said about injuries and about hopefully a couple of new players at some point soon. Yeah, he was. Um, in fact, he said that not in response to a question either. He no, was he wanted to get that in. He didn't was obviously he? quite yeah, keen yeah, that we yeah. should know that um, there is a possibility of players coming in soon. That injury list. Obviously, we're looking at Aaron Jarvis. Yeah, that's an injury uh, with contact during a game. Four weeks, we reckon. Yeah, another four weeks. Yeah, missed a lot of games now. Kevin Dawson. Interestingly, possibly going. next month. Tom Lapsley, contact injury in a game. That yeah. was that Weymouth game, wasn't it? Yeah, which um, could, yeah. could be back at the weekend. I don't think he'll be back at the weekend. No, you I think, think he'll be back, might for, the next be back game. for yeah. Dover. But the uh, Finney Krask, that's uh, um, an injury in training. Yeah. Brad Ash, that was also uh, an incident in that Weymouth game. Yeah. Uh, he Eth- could be. He, he's not far off. I don't think. Ethan Archer is cup tied. So yeah. So play. no Ethan Archer on Saturday. Jack Stobbs hamstring. That's, that's still got a few weeks time. to go. Yeah. And Ryan Hansen, of course. I I hadn't realised. Ryan had got himself injured no well, they didn't tell us uh, so uh, the, only, the only time that we realised that Hanson wasn't playing because he was injured was when the team sheet came out so he's he's out at the moment you couldn't make it up that level of injuries but we've just got to do what we can do it was a very interesting little piece of research that we did and I've <coughs> lost it now there's frantic rustling of paper so I wrote this down here it is here it is the difference between the game that we won 4-1 up at Eastbourne on the yeah. the 28th. Yeah. Well, and two of the goal scorers weren't, weren't playing for a start. Players who started the game up there, mm-hmm. who didn't start on Saturday, Tom Lapsley, obviously. Yeah. Brad Ash, who scored one of the goals. Callum Dolan, who scored two of the goals. He's, yeah. gone, he's gone back to a parent club. Yeah. Jack Stobbs who was obviously instrumental in the victory. And from the bench, Theo Williams, who has got an injury and has gone back to his parent club. Yeah. And Dylan Crow, who isn't on that list, but didn't feature last week. So I was no. guessing he was injured. Um, he wasn't on that list. Yeah, you're right. But so. there must be a reason he wasn't playing. So those are I mean, in the squad. And the players who've come in in their place, Will Jenkins-Davies. Yeah. Uh, who wasn't available. Yeah, didn't have the greatest game on Saturday. I don't think anybody did. No, I, I think that's probably yeah. true. Uh, Osman Foyo, who... Yet, I, yet to be yet convinced. Yet to really catch fire, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he might well do. He looks, I mean, he looks a player. He works hard. He's very yeah. physical. But he hasn't really influenced the game yet. No. He's being asked to do an awful lot, though, isn't he? Yes. He's playing... He's being asked to be Rene Howe. Yeah, he's being asked to play with his back to goal, hold the ball up, and bring players in, mm. and that's a lot to expect against journeyman national defenders. It was interesting the formation, yeah, the kind of three pronged attack. Mm. You were right, so you called it yeah. before the game. I did think when the teams were read out, I thought I must text because <laughs> he got that bang on. Uh, Callum Thomas wasn't involved back in November. He's working his way into he the squad. Is. You, and wouldn't, you wouldn't be himself. unhappy if if you had to use 
Callum as a as a defender. Thomas Chaste obviously wasn't involved back in November. No. He's as I mentioned to Gary, you could actually see the lift that being in that team gave him. Brilliant. And he heard his name come up on the uh, on the PA. Uh, well, who wouldn't? To be honest, it was uh, when my name's been on the PA guy. <laughs> I was uh, I was quite happy. I'll bet. I'll bet. Dan Martin, who's getting back to fitness. Uh, he came on. Yeah. He wasn't available back in November. And Asa Hall. Big difference, isn't it? It is. It's a huge difference when yeah. you look at it. And it's marquee signings. I know that phrase gets bandied about. Gary said a couple of times, doesn't he? Look, just look at those those injured players. You, if, you were, if you were signing those now, that would strengthen your squad yeah. um, immeasurably. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You would want to sign those eight players. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. And we haven't got them. So that just kind of puts it in context. Um, it was disappointing, the Eastbourne game. We went behind. We got back in front. Dylan De Silva's goal. Great goal. Peach, yeah, way. but he doesn't do that enough for me. Mm. Um, it was absolutely deliberate, running at the player, taking them on, yeah. making himself some space and shooting. I don't see him doing that doing that enough. But now he's done it. But I don't know. I, you know, I... I I think there's a proper player in there in Dylan. I think he's going to give us good things this season. Okay. Um, maybe when he's got a better centre forward. Yeah. In there. I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, running yeah. down Osman for you because I think he's a good player. But when he's got an Aaron Jarvis in there who is going to get across the fullback to the near post yeah. on those crosses. Yeah. Um, or a Brad Ash even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, then I think we might see it. Will Jenkins Davies. Nice finish. That was good work by De Silva again down the right, wasn't it? Yeah. Laid that one on. Yeah. And then the goal that was, well, it happens, doesn't it? Whenever you haven't got, um, Milo, do you have to do that? <laughs> Sorry, just a little bit of dog intervention there. Um, you know, it, it always happens. Linesmen don't put their flags up. And Yeah, it, you know, just, it just looks so offside. It looks so offside. It wasn't a kind of... And Dean Moxie got back. To be fair to him, Dean Moxie got yeah, back. Yeah, and then in. Mark Holster got the chance. Yeah, the they both. The, and the guy kind of hit the ball into the floor, and it came off of. I mean, I'm not. It wasn't an own goal because it was going in the right direction. Yeah. So that's not an own goal, but it was kind of yeah. It was a frustrating game. It was a game. We came away from the game. Yeah, very very frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did make one little note. Did you notice that their keeper called a timeout in the second half? Yeah, and and with that that was up for discussion on the press bench. It was it was diabolically obvious, wasn't it? Well, he came across. He went across to the bench. This was just after talking yeah. scored their second goal. Yeah, the, he walked across to the walked bench. To the bench, yeah. took instructions, walked back, and then lay down then like he'd down. been shot. Yeah, yeah. So the referee, as I mean. Gary has said to us in the past, I mean, this is part of the dark arts of football. If the goalkeeper goes down, We've the referee We've seen Mark do it a couple of times, yeah. to be fair, but not that blatantly. Not quite so blatantly, yeah. is that? So the goalkeeper goes down in instalments. The referee has no option but to stop the game, at which point the Eastbourne players and eventually the Torquay players all go racing over to the bench for a little team. Yeah, for a, for a timeout. A timeout. I've yeah. never seen a timeout called quite so effectively quite so, as yeah. that. Yeah, it, in was, a football it was strange. But uh, there you go. They have, they have timeouts in basketball, don't they? Mm. Is that an official yeah. thing, isn't it? They do, yeah. yeah, that's where that and little T sign with the fingers comes that's from. That's it. And American football. Oh, they have it in Mexico as well. American football. I was watching a game. My daughter is a big NFL fan. I was watching a game the other day, and the team that still had three timeouts with about forty seconds left on the clock, and it was 
it's it's baffling American football yeah. isn't it? NFL yeah anyway let's look ahead instead of looking back um, this could be a big weekend for the Wellingtons okay we, we're just seeing uh, Brixham Aaron Wellington plays for Brixham yeah they've got a big game Jake Wellington played in the FA Trophy for Torquay yeah in the last round yeah what about the other brother beef <laughs> I'll let you take that up. <laughs> uh, it's the fourth round of the FA Trophy. We're at Hereford. It's the last 32. So it begins to get... It begins to get a little interesting. bit... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously. Um, we've not really had a tough, tough game in it. Well, we, we have. We had Yeovil, but that's, a, yeah. that's the only game that you might consider on paper to be really tough that we've had. Hereford might be a bit... Her well, Hereford, yeah. they came in at the same... I mean, they're fifth in National Are League they North, fifth, so they? they're kind yeah. of on a par with yeah. us. Uh, they lost at Scarborough on Saturday, but that was their first defeat in seven games. They're on the wow, so run. they're on four. It's going to be yeah. a tough game this yeah. one. What do you know about Hereford, Guy? Well, they beat Redbridge in the second round by okay. four goals to one. They beat okay. South Park in the Did third they? round one nil. I thought they were just a load of cartoon characters. Yeah, but but that that Kenny, <laughs> he goes missing, doesn't he? <laughs> It's all to do with the chef, isn't it? I, I can't remember so far. Right? I, I was going to do the theme tune, but I, I don't think I will do. This will be their third home draw in the uh, in the trophy. Yeah. So they're, um, they've been at home all the time. They're, I mean, Hereford, it just goes back so far with Hereford. We used to play them, we've said it's on the podcast before, at least three times a season. Yeah. Twice in the league. Yeah, yeah. And at very, least very, at least one in, in the uh, the League Cup, wouldn't it? Be the, the first Sherpa round. Or the League Cup yeah. or the FA Cup. We'd end up playing Hereford at least three times a season. It is, as Gary said, it's a nice ground, Edgar Street. It's old, it's a bit creaky, um, but, you know. It's like us, guys. Yeah, it's one of those grounds that we love. Edgar Street. It's um, it's going to be one of those kind of places where that was the postman, and the dog didn't bark. No, he knows. He knows we're recording very the podcast. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Quite a lot of Torquay fans going. There is a coach going. Uh, sports coach is going up. Um, so yeah, you don't fancy it? Well. Yeah, I'm going. Oh, you're going. going. You're going. Yeah, you're going. Yeah, you're going. Going on the going on the coach. Always a good day out on the coach. Good atmosphere. Um, I'm hoping for a bit more luck. We have a little draw where you predict what minute the first goal is going to be in. I've missed it by about two minutes the last couple of times. Oh dear. It's a bit better luck this time. Too close, but not close enough. Um, player who played for both, obviously Dave Rudge is the player who springs to mind. Yeah. Um, he played played a lot of games for Aston Villa. Played yeah. 60 games for the Villa um, when he died. Back in the days when they were a bit lower than they are today. Yeah, that's true. They're doing well. Mm. Uh, he died in 2022 at the age of 74. There were a lot of tributes paid by Villa at the time. You know, he was very popular there. Played for Hereford from 1972 to 1975. Came to Torquay in 75. Played 71 games, got four goals for us. Yeah. And he's very fondly remembered. He was one of those players who, who stuck around the club after he retired. He was always around Torquay United. He yeah. did some of the uh, events with the supporters club and stuff like that. Good stuff. Very popular guy, Dave Rudge. Hereford have just signed quite an interesting player. It's a player called Toppy Obadai. Okay. I thought, I'll look him up. Because they were making quite a song and dance about signing him. He's had 19 clubs. He's 34 wow. years old. He was at Argyle on loan in oh, 2014 and, and did quite well down there. He's on loan now. Hereford have loaned him from Banbury Town for the rest of the season. Wow. But he's in England under-19 and under-20 international back wow. in the day. He's played for, 
and this isn't an exhaustive list, he's been other places on loan. Uh, Bolton, Oldham, Swindon, Rochdale, Socho in France, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, and Gloucester City, for whom he scored nine goals last year. Sounds season. like the tour dates for a very small indie band. <laughs> With Socho yeah, playing it. Yeah. That'd be some kind of festival, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but he's obviously, in his time, been quite a decent player, mm. and they're very pleased to get him. So we'll look out for him. Danger man. A 34-year-old winger. Um, whether he still plays on the wing or whether they're going to play him up front or whether he plays at all. Mm. But he's one to look out for. Topi Obadai. 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 And that got me thinking. This is what took me down. Well, I should have been doing some actual work this morning. But, but it you got went me down thinking, rabbit hole. Yeah. Players who played for a lot of clubs. It got me thinking about a player called Frank Large who played... He started his career with Halifax in 1958. He finished it with Baltimore Comets in okay. 1974. During that, that whole era of players finishing their careers over there. Yeah. And he played for 12 teams in between. And in 586 league games, he scored 218 wow. goals, which is not bad wow. return. Centre forward. The reason I remember him really well, back in the day when you bought a football programme, this may be before your time, Richard, some of our listeners will remember when you bought your program at Playmore, there was a magazine inside it called the Football League Review. Yes, I do remember it. Yeah. And they were fabulous little magazines. They were really, I, I, I wish I'd kept some. Somebody must collect them, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I expect so. But the Football League Review was a great magazine. And I remember one front cover that had Frank Large on it. And it had lots of little head and shoulders pictures of him in the kits of the teams that he okay. played for. Because back then, 12 teams. Was, was was a lot, yeah. It happens a bit more these days. I mean, we've had some players, haven't we, that have been yeah, at lots of clubs. But play uh, loans and things like that changed all that now. But he played three times, three different spells for Northampton Town. Did he? Yeah, he kept going back to Northampton Town. He was a sense. Shame forward. he couldn't play three more times, and then he would have played for them six ways. Oh, I like that. <laughs> just jot that down. <laughs> Um, he died in 2003, died a long time ago, but his son has written a book about his death. Oh, wow, that's cool. Which is called Have Boots, Will Travel. Yeah. And I might seek it out. Yeah. Sounds like the sort of book we might enjoy. And obviously, I've got, I've got the modern equivalent of a book token for Christmas. Have you now? One of those little gift cards from yeah. a, a well-known high street bookstore. Yeah. I'm going to go and see if they've got that. Remember when you used to get record tokens? Yeah, I used to love record tokens. Fantastic. You're right. you, your granny who didn't know what didn't to Didn't know what to buy you. Yeah. Shall I get him that Top of the Pops <laughs> compilation? No, get him, get him a John Menzies record token. That's it. Or K-Tel's 22 yeah. great hits or something. Or a record token. But yeah, so yeah, have boots, will travel. Might have a look at that. There's a podcast in shops we've lost, isn't there? There is. Well, yeah, where would you... John Menzies, where would you have gone in Torquay with a, a record token? Well, Flocks John Menzies, yeah... Sounds um, well. They would. They, you wouldn't get a record token like you do in nowadays, where you can go into any shop and kind of use it. It would be specific to a shop, wouldn't it? So I don't think the sounds did record tokens, didn't they? I, no, uh, I thought record would, tokens were like book tokens. You could take them anywhere. Maybe not. No, I think they're specific. No. I think that's a kind of modern thing. I think um, W. H. Smiths down yeah. the, when it was down the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul Pinch and Harris Osborne in painting, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, there was a sounds and painting as well, wasn't there? It was, yeah. yeah. Corner of Hyde Road. Mm. This is stuff for another day, obviously. It's stuff for our music podcast. Yeah, yeah, which, which we, we are, keep on promising. We are now planning and we have ideas. We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, big day for Brixham on Saturday Big day well. for Brixham, yeah. Um, 
long away trip. They're in the fourth round of the FA Vars, which we're, runs... st- we're still hoping that Torquay and Brixham play uh, Wembley finals on the same day, which would be an extraordinary be thing. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be yeah. fantastic? What a day out! There'd yeah. be nobody left in Torbay. Yeah. There'd certainly be nobody left in Brixham. No, um, it would still be great. Uh, Brixham are away at North Greenford. They're both in Step Five. Yeah, North Greenford are. Well, I, I've been there. I went there. I told you just before. It's where the parrots are. The parakeets. All <laughs> the parakeets in the trees. Nesting yeah. around the trees. Um, they're, they're quite a small club at that level, to be fair. They've played higher. They used to be in the Southern League. Because that's when I, when I went to see, see one of the teams I covered in Cambridgeshire there. Because it was close to home. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'm not yes. sure... They play in the, you'll like this, they play in the Cherry Red Records, yep. Combined Counties League Premier Division North. Yeah. The So it's the C-R-R-C-C-L-P-D-N. Yeah. Uh, if you're like me and try to stick to journalistic rules, I always have to put the whole of the the name of the division first uh, before then abbreviating it to whatever. Yeah. But, um, oh, that's a long one. It's just a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Right? Uh, they beat a team called Hollands and Blair in the first round. Sounds Three like twos. some kind of works team, maybe. Yeah. They beat Bedfont Sports in the second round. Yeah. Three one, and they beat Roffey FC two one in the third round. Mm-hmm. They have a player. Did you ever think that Marvelous Nakamba was, you know, having a name like that? You had to live. Yeah, have to, to be good. Yeah. Uh, North Greenford have got one as well. They've got Deluxe. Wangula <laughs> and it's D-E-L-U-X-E just like, a, just like a, a Ford Capri yeah, Deluxe Mwangula so he's uh, is he a luxury player? Uh, well let's hope not on Saturday uh, it'd be interesting to see they don't get a lot of people at their no. games they get very small crowds it's not a big ground it's more like a park than a ground um, and Brixham have got their Brixham casuals who yeah. are based in London and with the people who obviously exiled in London anyway and then there's people who will be coming up from Brixham strange dog noises um, they, there could be more Brixham fans there than, than possibly yeah. the home fans so that'll be interesting to see there'll be a lot going up from Brixham yeah uh, big day out yeah um, Brixham of course beat cows um, away in yeah the, on the Isle of Wight in round two yeah because uh, they, they were they were excused round one because they did so because well they did so year. well last season yeah and they beat Downton in round three. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, big game for big game for Brixton. Let's hope they do well. Um, and as you say, both the FA Vars and FA Trophy finals played on the same day yeah, at Wembley at the end of the season, and both of our teams are still in. Mm. Let's hope we're still saying the same thing next week. We couldn't really enjoy the FA Trophy in two thousand and eight, could we? Because we'd just gone out the playoffs. Mm. Yeah. And it wasn't a great game. No, it was a horrible And it was Ebb's fleet. And yeah. it was, yeah, it was a bad experience. So the circus hope, came to town, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, let's hope yeah. we can um, let's hope we can go back and have a slightly better day out this yeah. time. And um, Julian's been scouring the non-league, the lower leagues for us for been a digging. bit of information. He's been digging. Jake Andrews mm-hmm. is now the captain of Swindon Supermarine. Is he really? Crikey Moses, all that way down there. They lost 4-3 at home to Beaconsfield. Yeah, seventy Premier. They're in the same division as Plymouth Parkway and Tiverton. Tiverton, yeah. And there were 120 fans there to see it. He had something, but obviously... It just didn't quite... Didn't quite work. Yeah, did it? it didn't quite gel, did it? That last season he was with us, it just didn't no. seem to happen for him. Um, but I, I, 
I'm, I'm not knocking the Southern League Premier, but I thought he you probably thought could have continued higher, playing yeah. higher. There you go. And there was a big game in Southern League Division One South last weekend at Exmouth. Exmouth won, Wimborne four. Yeah. Kevin Hill won, Tim Sills four. Yeah. Manager of. Uh, they're struggling, Exmouth at the moment. Are they? They've got some decent, yeah. decent players, but it's just not clicking. It's a shame because it's a good club. Yeah, good you don't club. want you, they, you don't want them to drop out of that division. No, absolutely not. It's a good club. It's a well-run club. Um, I know some of our podcast listeners uh, go and watch Exmouth yeah. and talk here yeah. away. Um, so yeah, let's hope they can pull that around. Good to see Tim doing well at Wimbledon. Yeah, he's doing fantastically at Wimbledon. They're, they're top and flying. I think I think it was the Exmouth game. He actually posted some pictures on social media. Uh, I'm not sure if his team did it, but he went for a sea swim at Exmouth before the game on Saturday. It was about mm, minus six, nutter, wasn't it? Nutter. Good grief, man. There you go. Other ex-talky players um, in the in, in the headlines. Bobson Balling was man of the match Whee. for Haringey in a 2-1 win over Canvey Island. Okay. And Calvin Kalala uh, scored in a 1-1 draw for Lewis at Cray Wanderers in the Isthmian League Premier, where Wingate and Finchley are now fourth. Mm. And that's the league immediately below us. Yeah, yeah. So if we don't get promoted this year, yeah, teams like Billericay, Cray, uh, Lewis, Haringey, Canvey Island, Wingate and Finchley are all vying for a place in the league that we're in. Yeah. Isn't it funny how these things are it's starting weird, to it? come together? Well, I mean, so are, so are Tiverton and, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Although they're, they're mid-table. I mean, if they were... If they were Got on a spurt and, and got up, yeah. then they'd be in the same division as us. Yeah. How, how have things come to I this? mean, you would have thought about that at Taunton, don't, wouldn't you? I mean, yes, you, know, you would. So. Yeah, that's true. And Weymouth at one time. Yeah. But there you go. Sorry, got caught having a slurp of coffee there. And the number nine derby. Oh, yeah. Tell me about the number the nine number derby. The number nine derby. Uh, it was Hales Owen 1, Starbridge 0 in okay. the pitching in Southern Premier Central. Yeah. Presumably that's a league below us as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 3,000 fans there right. to see it and it's called the number nine derby because the number nine bus goes from Hales Owen to No. It's the number nine derby. Oh, that's fantastic. I like that. It's named after the bus route. Have they got a tunnel though? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Oh, that's good. Like Hales that. Owen Stourbridge, the number nine derby. The um, I once went to, now I'm just kind of careful remember Shep Shep Dynamo and Loughborough Dynamo I think it was yeah um, I went to their derby as a part of their game a part, um, a part of a, a magazine article and um, so it's the Dynamo derby anyway because yeah. they're, they're both they're only about eight eight miles apart and uh, there's a there's a lane that links the two towns that you can cycle down and then and then the ground is basically there Okay. And the ground shares the name with the lane, and it's Butthole Lane. Seriously? Yeah. Butthole Lane? Yeah. I'd see, I'm, I'm, <laughs> You're speechless, aren't you? I've lost for words. <laughs> well, and did you cycle down? I did cycle you down, down Butthole lane. lane, yeah. Between Shepshed and... And, and Loughborough. Loughborough. Yeah. Well, there you go. These, yeah. These, it's surprising how some of these derbies that you don't think about attract huge crowds yeah yeah because just because of the tradition of them just because i mean and some of them uh, wrexham chester is um is, oh huge game is a massive yeah, game, yeah. Isn't it? And wrexham shrewsbury got quite bad tempered as well didn't it in the cup yeah. the other day 
Oh, I mean, I know all games involving Wrexham have a certain edge to them these days, but um, yeah, that's uh, got a little bit out of hand. No, so, so there's lots of lots of football happens when you're not looking, doesn't it? There's it lots, does. Lots going on. It does, and lots going on below uh, the Premier League. What are your thoughts on this mid-season break, Rich? I think it's rubbish. <laughs> Did Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest need a mid-season break? No. Rich? Absolutely One of the things not. that's wound me up again this week, Guy, <laughs> is, is uh, it was last week, Saturday. Go on. You were able to watch a stream of Torquay's game again. On a Saturday. On a Saturday, because they'd lifted the Saturday block because there was no Premier League. Okay. Now, my thought, originally, when the, the Saturday block was there to protect football... Yeah. Not just the Premier League. No. It was there so that if Premier League could be viewed on a Saturday, people wouldn't go to Buckland or, or here or there. Absolutely. But apparently not anymore. Apparently it's to protect the, the, the Premier League because you can now watch and stream any game. Mm. I honest, honestly thought it was there to protect lower league yeah. football. Well, if that's the case, why is it lifted when there's no yeah. Premier League? Absolutely. It doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, but you still can't, officially, you can't stream a Premier League game at three o'clock on a Saturday, can you? You can't stream any game at no. three o'clock on a Saturday. I, everybody does, because everybody's got these little sticks they put in the back well, of their TVs. Then they should reevaluate their lives, because that's <laughs> piracy. And it you, is. You, that, that winds me up as well. <laughs> <laughs> but people do. People do. I know they Saturday do. Saturday afternoons, know. people will yeah. sit and watch the Premier games yeah. in pixelated, low Yeah, really bad, yeah. Coming from somewhere in mid-Europe somewhere yeah or, I know but uh, not for me thank you I would much rather be at a live game be yeah. it Torquay or any of the other or Buckland yeah. or, or, or Brixham or yeah, yeah. Be at, go to a live game go yeah. watch Peyton Saints yeah I've seen some good games up at White Rock involving Peyton Saints uh, over the years just go and watch a game people will be glad you were there yeah but uh, yeah don't sit in and watch streaming no. Premier no. They really need it, but yeah, the wind. I mean, the winter break. What on earth is all that about? I don't know. Uh, it's it's just. It's not. It's not they because get paid I, well enough to just do the job. They Come have on. winter break in. I understand. I understand. There is a slight argument about injuries and, and and the amount of games they have to play now comes compared to what they used to have to play, but. But they choose to go off and play. And then and then when they go off and, and do games, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they choose to spend. Pre-season in in Dubai yeah. playing tournaments or in, America or yeah. yeah or whatever they do. I I can understand why they have a mid-season break in Scotland because the weather's dodgy. Yeah, and they get a lot of games called off. So if everybody has those ten days, two weeks off, it saves a fixture congestion yeah, at the I end just, of the season. I, 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 I just that. think it's rubbish. Yeah, I I agree. We sound like old farts. We do, we do. But there we go. I suspect that many of our listeners out there would put themselves in the same bracket. Oh, I thought you were going to say we are asleep. Yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't be at all surprised. Ladies and gents, thank you very much for listening. We've kind of cut the time down a little bit this week. We went from a one hour 20. We down to an hour last week. Yeah. I think we may be less than an hour this week. 45 minutes, I reckon. Absolutely. I'll let you know. So take care of yourselves. If you're going to Hereford, have a good trip. Yeah, and I'll enjoy see it. You there, because I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back to chat next week. And in the meantime, come, come on, on, you yellows. yellows. Come on, you yellows.
flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. The fellow pride, fuck a lot for the rider.